0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Drexel Basketball Podcast. I'm Nate. Dan's here. Uh, we're trying to seek this one in uh, between life and then um, you know I've, we're getting ready to, to head down tomorrow so kind of try to get everything organized. Um, have food for the kids and whatnot so we're ready to go but uh, but wanted to make sure we did this uh, before uh, the week. Well the tournament technically already started but certainly before the meat of it gets going. So, um, so again i um, Go through it. We're going to start out similar we did with the men's um, tournament, and uh, you know the, the week leading up, they always release all the uh, awards for the conference. So again, I'm not going to go through every award uh, one by one, and, but Dan, just to throw out to you, any anything that bothered you about the teams, or you know whether it's who was on first, second, third team, and who was player of the year, anything bothered you about that?
1: Well, you, you can't be a Drexel fan and not set, talk about the player of the year, right? Uh, uh, you know, I think Kashana Washington had it on all of our ballots, um, but Jasmine Dickey repeats, um, you know, if if, if Kashana shot the ball that much, she'd probably be third in the nation in scoring too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a, the thing about voting for these teams, uh, and if, I'm assuming it's the same as the men, and I, I don't know that to be sure, but uh, is that it's usually a, a coach, an SID for the school, and then a media representative. And when you talk about media, local media representatives, the number of them who are covering every game of women's basketball who have seen half the league, like it's bad on the men's side, <laughs> but it's atrocious, I think, on the women's side sometimes. So, you know, it becomes, you know, kind of just a reading off the stat sheet vote a, little, a lot of the time, and your number one score is going to get the number one vote. So mm. I, I think it's as simple as that, and, and I want to give give Kishana all the credit in the world. She's had a, a hell of a season. Um, the other thing that struck me is that Towson's kind of not particularly well represented. Uh, we'll get to this, but they're 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 a very very strong team, and they've got a, a first team player in a Leah mm-hmm. and a Nelson, and Ali Kubik's you know kind of snuck into one of the last spots on the third team, and mm-hmm. that's it. And and for a team as strong as they've been, uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're not playing with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder come this tournament.
0: Yeah, so right. I didn't notice that. Yeah, they only had two people on the on the top three teams. So, uh, but no, thank you for yeah. Uh, calling, I know at our message board, there wasn't too much chatter about it. But, yeah, it's our job as Rexel fans to feel like Keyshawn to watch Washington should be player of the year. Um, but I, I guess the only thing I think of is, is you know, the Mets tournament, uh, they they gave awards out before the game. And something about that made me uncomfortable, especially going against Delaware with Cam and getting all his awards and uh, Mari Williams getting his awards. And then the way they turn around and play it, especially Mari Williams, I, you know, I, I, I guess – Maybe yeah. Again, maybe and this team always seems to play with a chip on their shoulders. So now another reason, Keyshawn and Washington in particular, to go in saying, "I'm going to play better than uh, Jasmine Dickey." So um, more motivation for a team that really doesn't need any more. So, but nothing wrong with that. Um, so uh, yeah, you know, and, and uh, I guess yeah, they probably didn't want to load the first team up with you know two teams. Uh, you know, Drexel and Delaware, but honestly, I mean, I, I mean, I think Brugler—you could have made an argument. Certainly Hannah an You could have made an argument, um, but again, more ammunition to go into the weekend, motivated. So, um, anything and, and of course, congratulations for Amy Allen, Amy Mallon winning Coach of the Year, certainly deserving, and I'll uh, looking forward to them proving it coming up this year. So, or this weekend. Um, so, anything else, Dan? Any one that you saw that that? Gave you any
1: heartburn or anything like that? Yeah, no. We'll cover the men's tournament. We will. I just want to promise everybody that uh, we're not sweeping it under the rug. We'll talk about it next week. But uh, you know, a lot of, obviously, on the plate here with the women's side, and, and this is the one that's here right now. So we gotta gotta get in front of it. Uh, no, I mean, I don't think there was anything else that jumped out. I was I was happy to see Amy Mellon. Um, you know, it's tough when you walk in as a favorite to to you know they were they were projected to be one of the best teams in the conference, but um, by backing it up, I guess she's she earned that honor, which is great. Sometimes people always look for the underrated team that outperformed, but sometimes, you know, just being the strongest team and showing your mettle. Um, she did a great job this year. So great to see that. Um, Kiki Jefferson from JMU, Good could see JMU didn't get shut out. And, and certainly I think she could have gotten first team votes actually. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I mean, but generally it's not, not terrible. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's go through the, the tournament itself, the bracket. Um, I will say, you know, yeah, we'll talk about the men's bracket or the men's tournament, but uh, to me, this is the main event. I mean, this team, this women's team is has had a terrific season, and uh, I've been nervous for weeks, you know, headed into this, that they get what they deserve. It's uh, sort of the, the, um, the risk benefit of March on one hand. You know, man, it would be exciting as hell if they came through and, and, and won the championship, but then again, you put it on the line, and certainly disappointment is out there, so... Um, so but hope they can come through. But, uh, but let's go through it uh, today, earlier today. Uh, I was a little surprised. I mean, not terribly surprised, but, um, you know, that, uh, I expected Hofstra to win, but it was close. Uh, you know, UNC Wilmington has kind of been the worst team, um, I feel like by a margin. And um, so Hofstra only won by a point. I felt like Hofstra has been playing a little bit better lately. They, it was a four-quarter game when we were up there in Hempstead. Um, so I didn't see any of the game, honestly, so I don't know if you have any thoughts, if you caught any of it. Um, it looks like, is it, uh, Hines? Heinz, I think is her name had another double double. Um, but yeah, just glad to see it a close game is my only thought.
1: Yeah. I, I generally, uh, when, when, when I'm looking at basketball in March, I'm only going to watch the game if, if, if one of those teams is one game all season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this, 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 this game didn't qualify. Um, but yeah two really bad teams let's let's just be honest with the eight nine game uh kind of similar to the men's the men's game side honestly all the northeastern gave a run to their money for uh um in the men's side but yeah I, I think um i'm not expecting a whole lot tomorrow but it's a dangerous spot for the dragons uh the team that plays the day before you know comes in there a little bit they're coming off a win they've got that quick turnaround but if they've played on that surface they they've played in the tournament atmosphere already uh they usually get off to a hot start so something i'll be watching tomorrow
0: yeah in the northeastern you think of them almost knocking off Towson although there were some injury issues but yeah that's a good example of that so
1: yeah hopping right into
0: that game tomorrow at noon uh and I you know what I want this as much to be an advertisement for tomorrow so that in the weekend so people are around and have the ability to know they're talk about snow and bad weather worse where I am here in central PA but um, but even Philly they're talking about some snow but hopefully people could see this and maybe be a little bit excited to show up but um, but yeah, I, I mean, Hofstra gave us some trouble in the interior up there. We blew them out at the deck, um, so I, I think it's potential to be a close game. But yeah, maybe a game tight early, and then hopefully we kind of pull away in the second half. So, why do, how do you see it tomorrow?
1: Yeah, and I don't want to be clear: we're, we're recording this Thursday night. Tomorrow's Friday. Friday noon, everybody be at the deck. Um, start the week. Start your weekend right. But um, yeah, I think uh, again, I, I could see uh, them, you know, having a tough time out of the gate with Hofstra. Um, I think one of the games of the regular season kind of played out that way too. But they, they handled the Hofstra fairly easily both times. I think even Amy Mallon did a clip, video clip today that she put out there. and It was, it was, it was pretty – I think the school did a nice job with it. And she went a little, little bit more into things than you usually see from like a Zach Spiker side. So it was nice to hear her talk about her teams and the competition. But she was very clear that, hey, we've beaten them twice already. You know, we, we know where we are. We know where we stand. We're going to be confident walking into that game. And, um, uh, you know, I, I like hearing that. I, I, I Like, they've been there before, and they're not shying away from it. A lot of coaches give the whole, you know, listen, we did that last year, but that's behind us. Uh, she, she's wearing the she's wearing the mantle. She said, you know, we're here. We know it. You're going to have to come beat us. This is our house. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I love going into the tournament like that. So I think um, I, I do think Hofstra could get a quick jump just because they played yesterday, but I, I don't have a ton of concerns about this game.
0: Yeah, and and we'll go through. You know, the whole quarterfinal round. I think all I'm going to say is I think all these games have the potential to be, you know, tight games. I mean, certainly that that Charleston Elon game. I think both those teams proven they can play with some of the better teams in the conference, and you know, a four or five game. You know, I was expected to be tight, but I, I, that's a really interesting game. And then just to see, you know, William and Mary looking. They've they've got you know. You know, two 13 players, Riley Casey and Sidney Wagner, I mean, they took us to overtime down there. So, I mean, I think of any game, well, aside from hopefully ours, I think you feel like Delaware would be a pretty heavy favor against William & Mary. But I think even that game, you know, potentially if William & Mary shoots the ball well and Delaware doesn't, you know, it could be a tight game. But any any other quarter quarterfinal game are you looking forward to, you, you think could be an upset
1: well, the story of this tournament is going to be, you know, there's there's three prohibitive kind of favorite teams. If you look at net rankings, I think uh, Towson's around 79, Drexel's, I want to say, 84, 83, something like that. And Delaware's like 97. And then the next highest school is like 170. So it's it's a huge gap between the three kind of at the top and, and the rest of the pack. That said, um, you know, I think it's going to be easy for Dragon fans to slip in the track of, of rooting for Elon against Charleston. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've struggled with Charleston this year. Honestly, they should have lost at Charleston, and they did lose at home to Charleston. That's concerning. That that's t- sounds like a tough matchup. Um, but you know, uh, we can talk about the men's tournament. Alan Boston made the case: teams that have underperformed this year are more dangerous than a tournament setting, which mm-hmm. is not something I thought. I thought teams that underperformed are ones he shy away from. He, he 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 corrected me, and Delaware correct really corrected me. Right? They they under, they underperformed in the regular season, mm-hmm. and they went and won the title. So I I think I find Elon to be a bit of a sleeping giant, and I think Elon will handle Charleston. Um, but I don't know that we, you know, how excited Drexel fans should be about that. I'd caution against being too excited because Elon came into the season expecting to be a really one of those top four teams, not just the top three teams.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah, so, well, might as well, all, yeah, I got—I think every game it potential to be a, a tight one. Even I think like Northeastern, they're always scrappy, so they could give give towels in a game. But let's hop in the semifinal round. So, um, yeah, so you, basically, I, I mean, personally, I'm not going to root for either team, Elon and Charleston. I think either game could be competitive is kind of what I'm thinking, but, um, you know, and I I guess I'm going to keep this, you know, because I'll I'll even hop in, let's keep this more general here. Um, You know, what does Drexel have to do to survive that game? And then even if it's Delaware or Towson, I mean, what do you see as the keys for Drexel in this tournament to to get the job done here?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I think discipline's a lot of it. Uh, You do come in as the number one. You do come in uh, with some swagger. You do come in on your home court. Let's not forget that they were better on the road than at home this year. So, so uh, you know, and we've 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 seen them not be successful at home in a tournament situation before as a favorite. So, um, you know, you gotta you gotta have that in mind. Um, like I said, uh, discipline, discipline, discipline. To me, I think um, both times they played Charleston, um, you know, one of them they had the 14 game winning streak going into, and, and and the other one they had I think beaten uh, I forget who they played right before that, but they had won by about 40 against somebody, and and. Um, you know, it was a letdown spot, you know, so, so both times kind of emotional, kind of challenging situational games. I I think you got to stay out of that. I think you've just got to, you know, this is a, this is a business trip of a home game, you know, and, and, uh, and really just stay grounded, do what they do. Cause they're, they're good enough. Um, and they play well. The thing with this team, I think is they play well, so well together, right They're They are a true, you know, some is greater than the parts team, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is why Drexel fans enjoy watching the women so much uh, because they, they do, they, sh- they share the ball well they pick each other up. Well, and when somebody's not having a good game, and I think even uh, again, coach Mallon said it on the video today when, when one of their big three is having a down game, the other two pick her up. So, you know, it's just, it's fun to watch from that perspective, but that's, that's what, the, that's the mentality they've got to have. Not everybody's going to come out on fire, but um, pick each other up. Just do what you do. You're, you're a one seed for a reason in a, in a game against a four or five seed that, that you're ranked prohibitively better than, you know, you've, you've got to, go about your business and do it.
0: Yeah. I, I think the only, the only thing again, that you see limiting them and you, you were mentioning it. it took me a second too, but James Madison was a the game. They went down there, shot the lights out, couldn't miss, blew them out and then went to Towson. And you almost, it reminded me of when the men played Elon, we couldn't miss one by what, I don't know, like 20, 30 points and then turn around and lost to William and Mary at home. So it's like, you know, not falling in that trap of jump shooting. And, you know, I feel like we had some discussions, you know, with that block charge situations in, in basketball. There's so many games where, like, and I see it flash up on the, on the screen all the time, you know, team went one for 14 from three or one for 15 from three. And it's like, you know, I think the two games, and I think at Charleston and then Towson last weekend, we just shot poorly. I think even Marist, I don't want to, I haven't looked back at the numbers, but it was probably similar. So Tessa Brewer is our key if the shots aren't falling and, and we did that at Charleston again, home against Charleston. We started getting the ball inside to her and she, I think she had like 20 points in the fourth quarter and really kind of keyed her a comeback. And then, you know, Towson, we waited a little, it wasn't until like under three minutes. So we finally, she started taking it to the rim and getting to the line, but then it was too late. So it's not falling on that trap of, you know, sometimes you got to win ugly, especially in a tournament setting when you're tired and the shots aren't falling. So, Hopefully, that can protect us having a player like that from a bad shooting night and still getting the job done. So.
1: And it's tough. They're bigger in the front court this year, but you are going to run to a game in a tournament setting where you're not hitting everything. And rebounding is going to be really important. And that's not the strength of this team. Uh, that I'll be looking for that, you know, uh, not just how are they shooting, but if they're shooting poorly, how looking at those rebounding numbers in the first quarter, second quarter, see how the game goes on.
0: That's where we may see that depth in the front court with Valentine and, you know, Leonard and Brugler and Satman maybe get some minutes so that we stay relatively fresh. So, um, but, and, and, you know, I think the front court too, everyone talks about shooting and stuff, but you have to have balance. That's what Delaware had, you know, um, I think uh, uh, Davis, I, I hadn't realized how much he had come on for Delaware, and then Carr had a really good tournament. So again, yeah, it's it, sometimes it starts with that front court getting those easy buckets and those putbacks and second chances and stuff, especially if you're not shooting well. So, um, so yeah, so hopefully, you know, I mean, hell, I'd love to have us come out and shoot sixty percent and blow out Charleston or Elon. But who do you see us playing in the championship, and how do you think that might go?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, if it's the 2-3 game that we expect it to be, that's going to be a whale of a game um, with, with Hofstra and Towson. Um, I want to say – or, sorry, with uh, Delaware and Towson. Um, and, and I want to say Delaware's got a few more upperclassmen. Obviously, I think this is going to be – Dickey in Battle, you know, they, they lost it last year. You've got to know that's, that's sticking with them. Um, you know, they're, they're both upperclassmen. They're going to be tough to knock off. Um, I'll probably side with the, the senior stars here. Um, you saw Cam Cam winner, you know, try to put the team on his back. You said, you know, seniors and seniors, when it could be their last game, it's different. It just kind of hits different. So, um, that they scare me probably a little bit more. Um, but uh, it could go either way. I mean, Towson's the higher ranked team. Towson's obviously took care of our, our ladies on senior day, um, down there. So they're, they're very strong. They're very, very strong. Um, deal. Uh, it really could be a pick them. I could, I mean, I, mean, I, I don't want to. I'll, I'll say Delaware, just because it's Drexel Delaware. It's it's all the drama, but uh, wouldn't shock me at all to see Towson.
0: Yeah, I'll, I agree with you. I think probably be Delaware for the same reasons, and, um, and and so this translates into the championship. Well, first of all, I hope I'm watching that Towson Delaware game for scouting purposes. And I agree, it could be a hell of a game, and again, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Hopefully, a lot of good games. But I agree, probably Drexel Delaware in the final, um, and I think you just said it too. You know, I. In a sense, I agree, Jasmine Dickey, you know, the key for them. But then I almost felt last year, you know, she, she almost forced things a little too much. Um, so, you know, we'll see if, if again, almost Amy Allen sort of lets her – I feel like that's been a little bit of a game plan against her is to, you know, let her have some shots, but we don't let her get too close to the rim too often. And, and we almost let her, I don't know, get a little bit out of control. So um, what do you think the keys would be for us to beat Delaware if we see them again. I know you, you talked about not worrying too much about beating a team a third time, but that would be what we would be up against trying to knock them off again.
1: You yeah, know, I, I go the other way. I, I like if you've already beat them twice, it's usually a good matchup is what the sign of it. Is. I, I, I don't mind. Um, Del- if, I don't know if I'd prefer Delaware, but I, I don't mind it as a draw. Uh, it's a two headed monster. They're not, they're not the depth. They don't have the sum is better the parts necessarily down, down in Delaware. they there's They have two outstanding, you know, Ty Battle because I think not the love she deserved because Jasmine Dickey's on her team. They're both first team, but Battle to me is—I mean, she's right there with Player of the Year candidate. I mean, just a, a really a monster in the paint, and she can really play. So um, foul trouble is huge, right? I mean, I mean, if you can if you can find a way to isolate one of those two, um, and then again, that's a lot on the back of the two of them to do three in a row. So so that they should be—you know—I you, you, would make them run. I, I would make them move. I would make them very active know, um, not let them settle in on defense. Just keep, you know, run motion, motion, motion. Um, and and uh, after that, you know, I hate to say it, it's going to come down to a little bit to making shots because you're going to lose the rebounding battle. You're going to lose it. So, so you better make shots. You better not turn over the ball, you know, um, and, and shoot at a decent percentage. And the good news is this team is, is, what, the top five in the country not turning the ball over, something like that. Um, so they'll, give, they'll present themselves with the opportunities, and I trust Amy Mallon and Hannah Nyhill to put our team, you know, in a position to, to have quality shots mm-hmm. and, and, and you work from there and, and you got to go with that. That's what you got to roll with. But at the end of the day. Yeah. How they shoot that day is going to matter. Probably more yeah. than anything. Yeah. I, I,
0: uh, I, I think Delaware, they're going to that game. They're going to be telling, you know, tie battle and then Lizzie O'Leary like, Hey, don't wait till the third quarter to show up. Cause I think that happened in both of those games so it's going to challenge them to to kind of take over the glass right from the get go, and then, but we have yeah, you know, Drexel's to be prepared for that, and we've we've got players that I think can't 100 percent match up, but at least make life difficult for them. And I agree, um, you know, trying to get them in foul trouble is a great great way to do it. But, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I just want to point to make with that Towson game, it, it was, it, and I'm not complaining about the officiating. I'm just saying it was officiated different from a lot of the games that have been played this year. There are a lot of fouls. And again, so that's something else to prepare for the game where you know getting to the line is important. I think Towson was a team that the way they play that fit their style. But hopefully, it's something we learn too. Yeah, you get in a game that's you know a lot of a lot of whistles. Find ways to get to the free throw line and get points there. So again, hopefully, we're learning another way to win. Um, but you know, I hope too is if we and really to that beating a team three times. I mean, they dominated us twice last year, and that's why I was kind of really. In some ways I felt an upset that we won the game last year. And I guess it was based on standings, right? Um, so again, what the way we elevated our game last year, can we elevate it again? And a lot of that had to do with just Washington just going nuts. But, you know, and that would be nice if she just went nuts, third scored thirty points a game, and then we can relax a little bit. But I think we have to be prepared for those situations where she doesn't. And then again, who else is going to pick her up? And that's where Brugler comes in and and Nihil and some of the other players. So, um, but, but we'll see. Um, Yeah. I mean,
1: there's probably going to be a game this tournament where she ends up in foul trouble or Hannah does. But, you know, just like uh, Battle of Nikki, they're, they're, we, we, Dragons have six, six seniors. We've played in their final game and, and, and three people who are on, you know, the top two OCA teams who are playing in their, their final tournament and, Yes, they're guaranteed to go to the NIT at the very least, no matter how things go this weekend. But, um, you know, it's it's seniors. Seniors just do it different. and We got six of them. Mm-hmm. I, I I much like much like the Delaware men this year. I, I like where they sit. I do.
0: Yeah, and so I, was, I think in in Delaware's offense, I mean, their run their comeback down there was keyed by a couple of threes from some of their other role players, in these kind of games too. You know, Kate Connolly had that big game at James Madison. Tori Hyduke. You know, could she be somebody that comes in? So everybody's got to be ready to go um, just in case, you know, it is a tough shooting night. You need a spark. So, um, but yeah, obviously we have to, I have to take them to win the whole thing um, just cause that's what we do. Um, but yeah, just, I'm, I'm really excited for this. I've been excited for weeks. Like you said, this has been such a fun team to watch and um, you want to see them rewarded with getting a, a title that they deserve, but um it could be tough. That's for sure. So. All right. Any other thoughts, final thoughts you have about tournament and the weekend and everything?
1: I'm with you. Not an easy road, um, but an honor to watch this team. I, I hope to continue to. I, I do think, quite um, frankly any of these three teams, but I think uh, the Drexel, you know, ladies were there last year. Uh, but they, they can make noise, uh, not just make, get to the tournament, but, but they could they could snipe a game. Uh, I saw, Somebody did say that uh, there was bracketology. I know how you feel about that. I feel the same way. But that had Drexel, Drexel Maryland, in the first round, down in College Park. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a wedding next weekend, which will be the opening weekend of the tournament. And the groom in the wedding is, is a Terp, uh, and, and so I'm in the wedding. I'm I'm very excited. If, if that were to come to fruition, that would be something else. But yeah, um, yeah, we can dream. We can dream. I, I think uh, I'm just just excited for this. I can't emphasize enough. It's quality basketball. It mm-hmm. is quality basketball that they really do exceed their each other's talents. They make each other better. If you want to go see how basketball should be played, um, and, and that's not actually a knock on on anybody. That's that's they just. They're fundamentally sound. They do everything very, very well. Like I said, I think top five in the country, not turn the ball over. Um and, and it's exciting. It's fast, it's faster paced than you think it is, especially with Hannah and Kishana. Um it go watch a game. I'm sure some of it will be televised locally. Um, but 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 or in some way, manner or another. And and uh but get to the deck. Get to the deck. It's a great opportunity. It's relatively affordable, I want yeah. say. The tickets weren't bad. So no excuses. Get on down there and, and cheer them on.
0: Yeah, I was just trying to do the math. I think it, it was like $15 or $20 for an adult ticket and then like 10 for the kids. So a lot cheaper than the men's tournament. And I mean, for tomorrow, it's for all day. So we, we, we're not sure how long we're going to stay. We may stay for the whole day. Um, you know, it, it, I'm getting the feeling that there's some effort being made on campus. Like it looked like they put some you know cardboard cutouts of Baby Mallon and, and the, the bracket up in main building. And they're, they're starting to do some things social media-wise. I'm seeing it on multiple different pages. So hopefully, I don't. know. Is it finals week next week, or I don't? I don't know where we're at with the term. I haven't
1: kept up on the academic calendar since. Yeah. Uh, it's been it's been a couple of years, but uh, yeah, you know, and yes, I think Zach Spiker will be in the crowd. I think you'll see some of the men in the crowd. So feel free to go over there and and, and congratulate them on, on what was a you know really still was a pretty pretty promising year and and good stuff going forward there. And and uh, I bet you know, the, I was be saying
0: great. I bet Denise Dillon will be there, and I you know I in our habit of finding. The alternatives, I mean, worst case, you wonder if Nova doesn't get in a, a Villanova Drexel uh, NIT game would be a consolation, but I don't want to be there. I want to see a hell, I want to see them both play each other in the tournament. Someone said there was a bracket out there that had a second round game that was Drexel Villanova. So imagine that. But, um, but yeah, but just and one other thing to throw out so they, they're having an alumni event before any Drexel women's game, it starts an hour and a half beforehand. so – um, bright and early 1030 tomorrow morning we're, we're thinking to go I might have to double check exactly where it is I signed up you have to pre-register although you could probably just show up um they're talking about lawn games I know tomorrow that may work Saturday may not work too well and Sunday is supposed to be cold but um, but we always try to support any type of pre-game event um, I, I was specific that I was talking about this pre-game event and got some more info because they said there's snacks so they're having a Sounds like a, a good snack menu. A quality cookies, candy, Chex Mix, potato chips, uh, cotton candy. Uh, so yeah, definitely snacks for sure. So um, so I and I made the comment and the reply that my kids are going to be nice and sugared up to go in there and make a lot of noise. So, um, so that should work out. So take advantage of those events. Free. I, didn't, I don't think we had to pay anything. So um, yeah. Uh, it just really it would be. And I, I am imagining this Delaware fan base. I was surprised more of them didn't come up for the first game, but they're probably wired right now after the men's team won. at least I my although that's a separate discussion that I, I continue to be surprised about the lack of sports support down at UD. I'm, I'm still geared towards the nineties for football games and they got 20,000 people, you know, against Lehigh and stuff. So it's obviously not the culture there, but I, I have to believe, and I'm waiting for the elderly fan comment, um, but I have to believe a fair number of them will, will make their way up to the deck. If it is Delaware in the final, uh, to root for their team and we, we need to make sure that's our building we need to do everything we can to create the environment so
1: yeah their so fans left Delaware for the game uh, a few weeks ago and they're just arriving at the deck tomorrow <laughs> so it works out so well uh, horse
0: horse and buggy and uh, Lancaster County is not far from UD if you depending on how you go so yeah um so okay all right anything else you know you you want to add about this weekend
1: no, I can't. I'm looking forward. I really am. I'm. I'm just. Yeah. This is. This is an exciting weekend, and uh, it's a great time to be a dragon.
0: I'm pumped. So I, you know, again, feel bad. Are, are you? Would you come down? Have you thought about it? If they make the final, what do you think?
1: I'm out. I'm out on this one. I, I reopened life the weekend after uh, when I when I head out of town. So.
0: Got it. Okay, out. so you're saving up for the wedding. I guess. Yeah, that sounds like a smart thing to do. But. Um, But, hey, maybe maybe if you're close enough, we get a regional site and you can go to those games. Who
1: knows? Oh, I'm keeping my eyes on that one for sure. Yeah. So,
0: all right. So, nice talking with everybody. Hope to see people out at the games and hope that we're talking next week about where Drexel is going to be playing. Well, they will play in a postseason tournament, but certainly hope it's the NCAA tournament. So, all right. So, good night, everybody. Good night. All right. Take care.